Okay, we're about 10 seconds away heading across to SEN in Australia with Jimmy Smith. We'll count that bad boy in. We'll find out what's happening in Australia and they'll find out what's happening over here in New Zealand as we head to Australia. Our man Mark Watson will be there. G'day. How are you, Jimmy? Hello, Marky. Good. You staying out of trouble? Yeah, I am, unfortunately. Every now and then it's good to just get in a little bit of trouble, whether it's at home or, you know, at work. What about yourself? Oh, mate, I'm always in trouble, mate. I've been married for 14 years. Everything's my fault. <laughs> well, we had Jaleesa Apps, who's um, a great contributor for SEN, and she's over in Europe, of course she is, for eight weeks, of course she is, with her, well, she went over with her partner, now her fiancé. So that's all very exciting. So when the announcement came through on the WhatsApp group, it was like, yes, and, and well done, Nick, as well, her partner. Uh, and remember, you can't be happy all your life. So I think that's... <laughs> I think that's what we've got to remember at this at this moment. Hey, except if you're a Warriors fan and then you're going to be happy right now. What about the Waz? And we spoke to Justin Horro uh, on the Picks program last night and he's been over in New Zealand with Willie Mason. He said Waz, hottest ticket in town and he's amazed at the momentum that this side has, which is going to come as no surprise to you, right? Yeah, look, I mean, rugby's doing everything wrong. Rugby league's doing everything right. Uh, It's been a Warriors team that have been really the great underachievers for New Zealand sport outside of maybe 2011, I think, what, 2002, was it? Uh Um, And now they're selling out every game. They've exceeded all expectation. And, you know, people genuinely believe perhaps they have a chance. I think people now believe that Penrith are beatable off the performance we saw last night. Um, and and maybe Parramatta showed the way that you do beat a team like Penrith. I guess the talking point for us, and I think it should apply right across the board, is that if you earn the right for the home playoff, you should be able to play in your own stadium. And this mentality of the NRL going on a big cash grab and saying, "Well, look, we're going to take if the, you know we're going to take the second round of the playoffs to Eden Park." Well, I think the Warriors lose something. And apologies for the language. Look, Mount Smart Stadium is a shithole, but it's the Warriors' shithole, and it actually works. <laughs> And there are some idiosyncrasies about that ground. And I think it's fair to Warriors fans, particularly off the back of the last two years, that if they earn the right to play at home, we should be able to play at Mount Smart Stadium. Mm, mm, I'm going to get, <laughs> I'm going to upset some of your listeners, maybe even you as well, Mark. I'll put it to you in another way. Uh, rather than do what's right uh, for the Warriors, should they do what's best for the NRL? And and at some point we're going to say, hey, we didn't get a development officer out to our school and we haven't had one here in 12 months. And that's all related to distribution of revenue and therefore how much revenue you make. If you can take a game to Eden Park and make seriously more revenue for the NRL, and remember the NRL take all revenue out of the semifinals, then I, I think they're well within their rights to do it. And I'll put it to you this way, Mark, and I put it out on social media on Tuesday night and it upset a few people, but the fact that Shark Park right now, and it was the same last year and I disagreed with it last year, but right now, because of the renovations, Shark Park can hold 12,000 people. They might have a semifinal where it's 
the Sharks versus the Roosters or the Sharks versus the Rabbitohs. That would triple that as far as interest in attending. Yeah. No. I think the NRL are well within their rights no, to say, look, right, I, I, we're I, moving that. No, I just don't think you ever put commercial decisions ahead of performance decisions. This is primarily about the fan. You've got nothing without the fan. The fan want this at Mount Smart Stadium. It is the home of the Warriors. That's going to give them their best chance. We're dealing with very, very small percentages. And sometimes it's the little idiosyncrasies. You know, talk to the people at Liverpool Football Club and what Anfield means to them. Talk to the coaches that have had to travel to Anfield and how hard it is to win there. I'll say this, I say it all the time. Never put commercial decisions ahead of performance decisions. Yeah, and I'm going to talk to you about all the U.S. franchise owners that say, "Build me a stadium, or I'm taking my team elsewhere." You know, like. yeah, but but do it all you want. I mean, Tottenham Hotspur. I mean, it's it's just not the same. Uh, look, I, I just think that you owe it to the fans, and you don't have a comp without the fans. And look, there's enough of a cash grab when it comes to state of origin. Um, you know, we've got players going on strike because they haven't got enough. You know, half these players, you know, misbehave outside of it. There's all sorts of things. I mean, I just find it one great contradiction. You know, if I could genuinely see the money travelling down to grassroots, I'd buy into it, but I don't. I just think it just gets top heavy. I think the only people that make anything out of it ends up being the players. Mm. Well, all right. We'll agree to disagree on this. What about this? Is it a cash grab from... So Stephen Hansen with Eddie Jones and the Wallabies. What's going on there? Well, he's Mark? not he's not getting paid for it, but it's it's unethical from Steve Hansen. I've never been a fan. Uh, look, this is a guy who was knighted for services to New Zealand rugby. Now he can say he's only in there for three days. He can say that he's not getting paid, but he is in there ultimately, ultimately to enhance the Wallabies somehow. Now, when it comes to elite level sport, we saw it in the second Bledisloe Cup in Dunedin. You are dealing with zero point zero one percent in performance. He is there to primarily give some intellectual property or to give his experience to this Wallaby team to make them a better team. It is a bad look this close to the World Cup. Mm. Can I put some bit more bait on the hook for you? Please. Here, Mark. What about when Wayne Bennett was Steve Kearney's assistant for well, the 2008 but, Rugby League? But that's, up, we... but that's up to Australia to decide whether they want to protest that. If you guys want to jump up and down and you feel like it ruins his reputation, that's up to Australia to do it. That's not up to New Zealand. Now, as New Zealanders, we knighted a guy for services to New Zealand rugby. Mm. Did, could you argue that the Queen knighted him and that you guys have to just put up with it? Yeah, look, I, I, look, I, I've never been a big fan. I, I think he, he's the guy that took New Zealand rugby. We, we're no longer rugby fans in this country. We're all black fans. Oh, can I just play you a very quick piece of audio? I just want to get your thoughts on this quickly. Go for it. You know, you, you've got to play and there will be injuries. You just hope they're not major. But it doesn't matter whether we win or lose that game. I don't think so. I think they've put their marker on the ground. There's, you know, there's other things that work now. So Hanson and Chu, the former CEO, they've killed MPC, they've bastardised Super Rugby by rest and rotation, and they're mm-hmm. now telling us it's OK if the All Blacks lose tomorrow, that it's no longer important, it doesn't really matter. I, I mean, what, are we going to put the All Blacks now once every four years? Steve Hanson, knighted for services to rugby, and now he's telling us that it's OK if the All Blacks lose. I, I, I just think New Zealand rugby have got it so wrong in this country, uh, and that's part of the reason why the NRL is thriving. It, it, it's absolutely appalling. Do you think rest and rotation is the sole reason for the decline of the popularity of Super Rugby, both in New Zealand and Australia? 
No, but it doesn't help. I mean, you turn up, you want to see the best players, don't you? And you True. turn up and you yeah. get a B team. No, it doesn't help. The fact that we've no longer got South Africa, I think this. Uh, I think Australia would be better just with three teams uh, in terms of a rugby product, in terms of being competitive. But it adds to it. But taking players out of Super Rugby says, we as an organisation don't care about it. I mean, could you imagine the NRL players, the best players not turning up every week, only to play four or five games and then we're going to rest them? I, I mean, it's uh. ridiculous. Yeah, well, we sort of get that around State of Origin, which is a real complaint for us. Don't worry. There's a real complaint around that. Ian Foster, what's his thoughts on Steve Hand? He's not too concerned about it. Well, no, they're good mates. You know, he's never going to say anything, is he? He's just going to sort of brush it all off. But... Um, hey, Mark, what's what's the feedback you're getting from your listeners on your stance on this? Oh, no, most people agree with me on this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah most people agree with me. Uh, the other thing, too, is I'd get rid of the all-black carker. I think from a performance point of view, it's a distraction. I think it's too big an adrenaline rush. And 80% of the test matches we start, we don't start well. Get rid of the harker is another talking point that I'm happy to bring up at any point. You know what? It's We're going to go, I'm happy to leave you <laughs> with that one. <laughs> hey, you, go, you go and sort out your Harker situation I need to take three deep. I need to take three deep breaths and relax. I need to sort yeah. of close my eyes and go, tie it in, tie it out. Um... Yes, and when Nate ties uh, a rope to each of your arms and legs and then four horses take off in four different directions uh, later this afternoon, um, we'll all understand why, Mark. <laughs> nah. How hey, about that? Lovely chatting, lovely chatting. Good on you, Mark. Enjoy your weekend. I'll tell you what, Wow. Written, spoken, and authorised by Mark Watson for the SENZ party. Right, that is me. I've had my little rant. Let's take a break.